Hey y'all, this is Corn Fed Witch again. This is Sarah. I am here to talk to you about some down-to-earth witchy shit. It's gonna be great. And I got my lime flavored LaCroix. And once again, this is brought to you by Alacadabra, which they have a really good Etsy shop for divinations. Pretty great. I gotta get some dice readings done pretty soon. I've never had that done. I'm excited. Might have to wait until I get paid, but we'll see. So, in this band of crew, of course, and his game that he's coming out with, I'm so excited to check out that RPG. I do like those old school ones. I remember playing um, some Sega RPG games. Actually, I had this like CD-ROM, if you know what a CD-ROM is. I'm old. And I played that on a Windows 95 computer in my bedroom during the summer. It was amazing. Yeah, Windows 95. I think I'm aging myself. Anyway, so check out this Banner Crow and Alakadaba for your divination and video gaming needs. It's going to be great. So, what I wanted to discuss today is um, cemetery meditation. Now, I'm a grown-up goth kid, and I can't really, like, shake that because it's so ingrained. I, um, I've been infatuated with Cemetery since I was a very long, young child. Like, in fact, um, I was actually kind of weird. Like, well, I'm still weird, and I'm not ashamed of it. I prefer to be weird than the status quo. So... Oh, I, I forgot. I did want to thank Stella, my bestie, for having me on her podcast on Stella Speaks Advanced Bitchcraft. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and do it. It's great. Um, we sat down after going to Midnight Mass, and we basically we talked about introversion and extroversion, the different styles of of magic and how that affects. Also, we talked about like Harry Potter which is always great. Gryffindor rules. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check that out. She's great. And I, I had her on my podcast too. I was really grateful for that. And I hope you guys had a great new year. Anyway, back to my weirdness. So when I was younger, I decided that I would do like these weird like burial ritual things during recess. Um, I don't think anyone knew I did it because I always played by myself because I had like no friends. But, um, well this wasn't really why I had no friends, but bullies suck. Anyway, so like I'd make these like weird burial mounds and like find sticks and place like crosses on them. And we had, um, we had like this gravelly type, like it wasn't sand, it was just like little stones. And, like, that worked perfectly for what I was doing. And I think it's it's hilarious to look back at it now. It's kind of cringeworthy, too. But, like, it was a Catholic school. And so, like, I think that adds a lot of comedy to it. And I was a weird one. Anyway. I keep saying anyway. So, like, as I got older, that fascination with... Cemeteries didn't really diminish. I used to, my dad's a 
he does some research. I'm just going to say that because I don't want to give out identities or anything like that. Um, so we would try apps through old cemeteries to do some like historical research and genealogical resource, like, you know, rubbings and stuff of headstones. And it was pretty great. Like, I really like, I like the quality time, quality time I spent with my dad doing that. I also like the kind of like intrigue. I felt like I was doing something illegal by walking through the farmlands to these old pioneer cemeteries. It's kind of like a quest. I um, only recently learned that what we were doing was actually illegal. But anyway, because you know, I think my dad got permission. Which you, you should do that. If there's a private cemetery that you want to visit and it's on farmland and it's not open to the public, I highly recommend getting permission from the owner. One, you're not going to get shot if that happens. And two, you don't really want to go to jail. It looks kind of bad on a resume. There's, um, there's a cemetery near Omaha, it's more so in Springfield, called Ball Cemetery. And it's supposed to be super haunted, and there's a couple witches buried there, and some of the stones are really fucking weird looking, and I so want to check it out, but people have been dicks. So, like, if you drive out there, um, the owner may confront you with a shotgun. I mean, I've driven out there once, but I didn't go to the cemetery because I, I saw the no trespassing sign, but that's the cemetery I want to visit the most here. I've been to a lot of them, which I'll discuss later. So let me go ahead and grab my LaCroix here and we'll go ahead and start with this week's topic of cemetery meditation. Alright, so I wanted to discuss cemetery meditation. One, because I am a grown-up goth kid, Two, it's, I think it's kind of has not been covered a lot. And I know we don't go too in the depth in this particular podcast because it's not advanced bitchcraft, haha. Um, but I did want to kind of give an overview of it. So, cemeteries are really peaceful and there's kind of a stigma against them, of course. Whenever there's death, there's going to be some sort of stigma because people are uncomfortable. As you can imagine, you know, you die and people have trouble reconciling that and they're scared of it. Um, they think they might go to hell or they might think it's just another part of life. I personally think it's just another part of life. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid, but who really isn't? It's unknown and it can be scary if, and kind of impossible to conceive because you we. We don't know for sure what's the next step, but I do believe in reincarnation. So I do, I think that you just kind of like hang out and maybe learn some things before going on to your next life. So moving forward, when I was um, recently laid off and well, I was laid off in July and so I mean, it was, didn't take too long for me to find another daytime job, but I also had like a month long vacation, basically. So when I was, I was in that in between, I was between one stage of my life and another. 
So I thought what would be cool would be to do this cemetery meditation for a week. Each day I would visit another cemetery. Like one, I, I'm a, I think it's called a taffiophile. That's a lover of cemeteries. I love the history. I love the beauty. It's, it's great. I could go on and on about why I love cemeteries. So my purpose in this, this meditation was, or this challenge rather, was to just kind of like bring into perspective the fact that I was going through a transition and moving forward. So I picked seven different cemeteries. Well, usually I, I want to pick the cemetery until the, the day because I go to one that was interest me and I wanted to avoid Prospect Hill. Not because, not because I don't like it, but I, that's my favorite cemetery. I usually go there and, you know, I've just kind of explored that a lot. My favorite character in Omaha history, Anna Wilson is buried there. And sometimes, sometimes I'll take coffee there and hang out with her, but, and it's one of the most haunted there. Well, I don't know if it's the most haunted but it's pretty haunted. There's lots of spirits, it's pretty active. But since I was so familiar with that, I wanted to branch out and, you know, learn. Because you're not going to learn a lot of stuff if you stay with what's familiar. So I, I believe I started out with the Bohemian Cemetery, which is one of the oldest cemeteries in Omaha. So it was a pioneer cemetery. And I just kind of walked around. I felt the energy. It felt pretty cool. I mean, then someone showed up and I felt kind of like on the spot or being watched or some shit like that. So it kind of cut, cut it short, which I didn't really like, but um, I, I didn't feel comfortable, so I left. But it was super cool. It's like on a hill. It's by Arunza. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Now, let me go ahead and bring up my other cemeteries. I have to bring up my in, my Insta because my, my, my personal Insta. I haven't, like I just forgot which order I went into. So it started out like I just wanted to go and feel the energy and all that, but it turned into kind of like a historical scavenger hunt after a while. And that was pretty that was pretty fun because then I'm like learning all this local history. I'm a history nerd and Omaha has such a rich history. Like we have bootleggers and scandals and um, the Franklin cover up, which I'm, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I'm a little bit nervous to mention that on here because it's such a, so scandalous. And it's a totally conspiracy. It's a total conspiracy that leads up to like a U.S. president. <laughs> conspiracy theories are amazing. Well, not really, but I like them. So let me go ahead and bring up my next cemetery that I visited. And I started this on Sunday, by the way which I felt was a good day to start because it's the beginning of the week. So the next one I went to um, was Potter's Field. 
And that was, that was really profound. Well, Potter's Field, if you're not familiar with that type of lore, that type of cemetery, is where people who can't afford to have, a, they can't afford a grave. Or like they're a social outcast, or back in the day, if you were if you were black, because they, they separated that because they were racist. So I went there, and I went there for the sole intention of finding Will Brown's grave, and he was a man that was lynched in Omaha. And I found his grave, but this was like, it was, it was overpowering, like, the amount of energy, one, um, the sadness because he was lynched. Yeah, that's terrible. And Omaha has kind of a racist history as well. But I go to the cemetery and it's so silent. Like, I, I think it was the most peaceful Cemetery. Now, that's that could be because not a lot, they don't get a lot of visitors, and it's kind of off. It's it's right next to Forest Lawn, but it's kind of like out of the way, so you have to look for it. And there's so many so many poor people that are buried there. And I saw some deer, and it was it was profound. I can't really see anything other than that. I mean, well, it's hard to put it in the words, but you know something since I'm a writer. Oh yeah, I have a book published, but it's not related to witchcraft. So the next one I went to was the Holy Sepulchre Cemetery. And I visited the, the bootlegging queen, Louise um, Vincicchiera. Um, Try to remember her story, but I uh, yeah, escaping. But she was pretty, pretty notorious, and I had a like a hard time finding her. Her grave. Oh yeah, she um she was divorced twice, I think. That added to her notoriety because you know women shouldn't be divorced. Sarcasm there. It was, I think hers was more challenging to find because, well, the map wasn't clear, my phone was dying, and it was pretty hot. So the next one I went to was Fairview Cemetery. Now this isn't in Omaha, this is in Council Bluffs. Now... This one was really interesting. I went there looking for a suffragette who introduced Elizabeth Cady Stanton to Susan B. Anthony. Elizabeth Bloom. I think it was Elizabeth Bloom. I don't know why I'm spacing on all of these, these names. I even have the gravestone here. It's Bloomer. The name is Bloomer. But what was most disturbing um, was I found a, ch a children's book just randomly around some adult graves. 
because after I found the grave, I kind of explored because it's a it's a beautiful cemetery and they have some great views. And I definitely felt some energies of some fellow witches that I know go there pretty regularly. So on to my next one now. I went to Forest Lawn and I wanted to see all the, the famous people, you know, Sarah Jocelyn, um, some people that may have been murdered, you know, Amber Marie Harris, if you're familiar with that story. That's a super sad story and I'm probably going to have to do a whole episode on Hummel Park. But this isn't really a paranormal um, podcast, so maybe not, but that's something I might consider in the future. And then I went to Golden Hill Cemetery the next day, which is so interesting. It's a Jewish cemetery. It's, um, I think it's off of 50, well, I don't think it's 51st Street. It's kind of North Omaha-ish. Not too far from Prospect Hill, I believe. And I wanted to see the founder of Nebraska Furniture Mart, Rose Blumkin, or Blumkin. And, like, it's so crowded there, but it's so interesting. Um, it was kind of upsetting that to see that they had barbed wire around the Jewish cemetery. I didn't really care for that. Like, I get the point and why they did it, but that's not something I really the process at that time. And then the last cemetery I visited was Mount Hope. Now I think this was like, well aside from the Potter's Field, I think that this was the most profound experience. Um, well, Potter's Field was more profound than this, but this one was like more magical. Like there wasn't really anything like too noteworthy about this cemetery. Um, it's surrounded by churches. There's a statue of Jesus with his hands missing, which that was interesting, but it had just rained and some people say that magic, like spirits are more active during rain. I can't remember who said that, but I remember hearing it somewhere and it was just, I don't even have words. Like I felt more spiritual activity. I definitely felt a difference between the rain energy and the heat energy that I found. Like, because it was summer in Nebraska, you know how summers in Nebraska go, they're really humid and terrible. Anyway, anyway, um, but that is, that was, um, pretty amazing. So I meditated on that. It really helped. It helped me um, process the transition I was going through. I mean, coupled with some labyrinth meditations I did as well, but I'm focusing on the the cemetery aspect here today. It helped me go to that next step and get and prepare me for the job that I got. I also put in perspective that we are only here for well. Our lifetimes are pretty short, comparatively speaking, and I, we just need to remind ourselves that life is transitory, and we really shouldn't burden ourselves worrying about what comes after. You should be here in the present, 
and enjoy all those moments. Now, I, I highly encourage everyone to go to a cemetery and sit for a little bit. They are kind of peaceful. You're not going to have a lot of crowds, well, living crowds, and you're not going to have a lot of noise, hopefully. So, it, it, it's great to just kind of mellow out. Um, I realized recently that a lot of my life centers around cemeteries. Which, I mean, if you know me personally, it's not really surprising. Like, I want to get married in a cemetery. That would be my dream wedding. But anyway. Um, but yeah, like, I just have this attachment to them. Maybe it's because it is quiet and I, I can be alone without being, like, lonely or alone. If, if, you, if you get my drift. Now, I know a lot of witches, they don't like to hang out in cemeteries. Some of them, um, well, a lot of them do. A lot of them don't. It depends on the person. Some of them find that the energy is kind of muddled, which I get. But I, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to things. Like, usually around, like, the criminals or the, the bad people, quote, you can't see the quotation marks I'm doing. Um, I feel more of a negative energy, and I feel positive around others. Now... I've contemplated doing like a circle and a cemetery before, but I'd have to put up a lot of protection because you never know what you're going to attract. But I, I'm used to that. I am. Um, I kind of have this really intense interest in necromancy, as evidenced by my first episode where I talk about Ouija basics. And you know, you can also buy cemetery dirt. I, I'm actually in the process of researching that because I've developed this interest in conjure magic. If you're familiar with hoodoo and voodoo, you might have heard of this. And it's a lot of ancestor work, and cemetery dirt can be very pertinent in that. And I'm thinking, since it is a new year, I don't really like resolutions because, you know, most people fail at them, and I just like to continue being awesome. I thought about doing at some point this year, um, it's a Buddhist meditation. It's called the Nine Cemetery Contemplations. It's supposed to help you in um, blessing your detachment on your physical body. And like basically everything I said, like everything is transitory and all that jazz. Um, I got it from silentmindopenheart.org. Now you're supposed to like meditate on the decomposing, decomposing body. Um, so I don't, maybe don't do this if you're squeamish or, um, you have some sort of trauma relating to, to, um, like gore or something like that. I don't want to put it through any, I don't want to put anyone through any, like, mental suffering here. But I thought about doing that so that I can just kind of put it in perspective my place in the world. I mean, that's saying, like, it seems like I think I'm insignificant, but I, I don't. But it, like, it's hard to explain, really. Like, because I'm not insignificant. No one is insignificant. Um, but I kind of, like, what in, to put myself in perspective. Now, I used to identify as, with some Buddhist philosophies, and, 
I mean, it didn't like work with me, work for me, because I, I don't like having to give up some of the earthly desires. <laughs> yeah. But I did, I do want to kind of meditate on that. Now, I do have a love of the macabre, and I don't love death. I just, I have a healthy interest in it. I, I like true crime and all that jazz. But I wanted to incorporate this in my life so that I can just better prepare myself for whatever is next, or the next step. And, oh, I'm trying to think of what else I can add here. But cemeteries aren't really necessarily things to be afraid of. Like, they're just peaceful places. People used to have picnics in them and just kind of hang out. And I view people, or spirits, as people anyway, because they are people, or they were people, and they don't stop being people. So I think that you definitely should incorporate more cemeteries in your life. And they're pretty. Like, I really want to see the ones in New Orleans or England. Like, that is on my bucket list. So that, that was, some, that was my episode on cemetery meditations. Um, it's great. Well, I mean, my podcast is definitely great. Um, it's something that you should probably, well, I highly recommend that you incorporate in your life at some point, just so that you know that cemeteries aren't scary and they're just natural and they're beautiful and you should definitely respect them and not vandalize. I hate it. I hate vandalism of cemeteries. It's like asking. Um, well, it's not really, well, yeah, that's pretty much just purposely angering spirits and you should not be surprised if anything bad happens to you so that's a wrap on the cemetery meditations now I wanted to incorporate like a book pick it's not necessarily related to my my topic um, but I want to incorporate that on each episode so you have something further to look, look for. Now I'm reading the Chicken Kabbalah of Rabbi, Rabbi Lamed Ben Clifford. Um, it's written by Alain Milo Duquette. It's actually practical. You learn a lot and it's not written like typical scholarly witchcraft book. It's pretty super easy to, to read. It's an easy read. I mean, it's philosophical, and there are aspects that are going to be confusing because that's just the nature of Kabbalah. Um, but it's humorously written. Like, it's called The Chicken Kabbalah. And, yeah, it's it's informative. It's easy to read. It's humorous. They talk about, like, going on the pilgrimage in Vegas. It's pretty great, and you should check it out. And just want to give another shout out to my sponsors, Alakadabra and Disband the Crow for being awesome and amazing. And you can look them up on Etsy and 
Twitter and the interwebs. Now, um, I do want to give a, I want to do social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Insta under the Corn Fred Witch. So check it out. And thank you for joining me for another session of Corn Fred Witch. I hope it was to die for.